Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up and welcome back to the Kinda Funny Screencast, an emergency Kind of funny screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by the new face of video games, Blessing at Aoye Jr. What's up, Tim? I'm very excited to be here. I think this is my second screencast appearance in the last seven days, and I'm happy oh, yeah. to like be on YouTube.com slash kind of funny even more mm-hmm. than I usually am. Mm-hmm. Always good to have you. And of course, it's also always good to have the returning champ, the Canadian tuxedo mask himself, Matt Rohrbeck. Yo, what up, Tim? How are you? I am fantastic. Very fantastic. And very excited to talk about all this and excited to welcome for the very first time on the Kind of Funny Screencast. And correct me if I'm wrong, I think the first time on a Kind of Funny podcast proper ever. Live in Matt person. Batson. Yo, as in Michelle Yo. Get it? Yeah. There we go. And I do want to give a shout out to. <laughs> Hot start. For, yeah, for this, we had to have the Matthews, of yeah. course. Couldn't get anyone named this. Daniel, so you got two guys right. named Matthew. Two yeah, named thank Matthew. you. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. I, which I really love. No, but I was saying this is an emergency screencast, and it really was. This weekend, I saw this movie. I know that Blessing saw it as well and was like high on it. And I'm like, okay, cool. The moment I left the theater, I was like, I need to talk to talk to people about this movie and then i was separately talking to both the mats and we're they're like okay if y'all are doing a screencast i need to be on it and i'm like you know what we're making it happen and we're about to record this damn screencast so i'm very excited that today we are talking about everything everywhere all at once now i want to be very 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 clear to everyone we are going to be spoiler free until we make it very clear that we're going to be spoiler filled i want to go around the table and see what all of us thought but first let me tell you But this is the kind of funny screencast, and each and every week we get together to talk about the latest in TV, movies, and trailers. Of course, you can get it on YouTube.com slash kindoffunny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny Screencast. It will be right there for you. If you wanted to get the show ad-free, if you wanted to watch live as we record it, you got to go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, just like our Patreon producers, Molecule, Fargo Brady, Pranksy, and Anonymous have all done. Uh, we have been doing a whole bunch of reviews. Blessing was alluding to this earlier, but Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the movie review, is live now. You can go oh, yeah. check that out. And we are doing our weekly Moon Knight reviews, which is very exciting as well. Roy Beck, I'm very jealous that you have already seen four episodes of I Moon Knight. I have, I have. <laughs> I will you give not us a... spoil any Moon Knight here, but do you want is to know as... Just tell me, does it stay as good as it's been so far? Uh, yeah, you know what, you guys, I was, I was back and forth on it. Those first kind of the first episode I really loved, and then two and three, I kind of went like the tone of this is is weird, but I'm kind of into it, but I don't know if I love it. And then episode four, I thought was phenomenal, and like I understood why they gave us four episodes, and I cannot wait for you guys to get there. It's it's awesome. That is awesome. And also, I got to do the shout out. Of course, go check out the Untitled Movie Podcast. And thank you. Uh, what's the other one? Oh, me? Untitled Movie Reviews. Yeah. Uh, Untitled Movie yeah. Reviews, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go go, go check it out uh, for a ton of other fun stuff there. That's but anyways, cool. let's get into it. Everything, everywhere, all 
at once. Blessing, what did you think about it? Uh oh, you're muted. Oh, oh. <laughs> he's speechless. In another universe, he's oh, he's hella muted. <laughs> Blessing entered the muted. Oh universe. no, he doesn't yeah. know what's going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, there oh. he is. Hello, hello, hello. There he is. I've never had that happen before. I was just on permanent mute. Like the thing was red, and I was like tapping the unmute button. It just wasn't happening, and I don't even know when it transitioned. But uh, the movie's fantastic. Don't worry. Absolutely loved uh, everything, everything, everywhere, all at once. This was like the most I've laughed in a movie theater in a very long time, and at the same time, probably the most engaged I've been with a movie in a movie theater in in a very long time. In the way that, like, the way they go about establishing what's happening in the world and the way they go about establishing the rules and like the way they play around with the rules and the way they like re-explain things because there's a lot going on i thought was all done phenomenally like at no point was at no point did i feel like it ever felt like it was too much even though they try to take it there like they really they really they really established like the central theme of the movie and the central central concept of multiverse right and like they take it to the utmost extremes that they can but by the time they get there, I really enjoyed the, ta- the the places they took it. I thought, like, in a in a movie like this, where it is like such a weird ethereal concept that we've seen played with around uh, a lot, especially lately between Marvel stuff and other stuff, right? Like, it is so easy to break the rules, and it is so easy to establish one thing and then go, "All right, but for the sake of comedy or for the sake of narrative, we're gonna break that rule," and like, you know, time is gonna loop around on itself or do some weird thing. This movie, I think, for the most part, follows its rules. We'll talk about it in the spoiler section of places where I think it breaks things a little bit, but it never goes fully egregious in a way where I'm like, oh, this broke the movie for me. I was very, very impressed with how much it established, how much it explained, and how much it really leaned into being what it was. Um, And outside of all that, right, like, I was really impressed by how good and funny the writing was. Like, it has the the Marvel movie effect of being very serious when it wants to be and being very heartfelt when it wants to be and being a very really phenomenal action movie when it wants to be and then also having just phenomenal jokes phenomenal bits like keeping levity throughout in a movie that also has its serious moments i was very impressed by that i would say that it even goes far and beyond what even marvel's marvel movies do with that and again we can talk about uh, more about that later but yeah like the the writing was off the chain the performances were fantastic i really i really love i always forget the actor's name but he was short round in indiana jones Kway uh, kwan yeah, he paid, he he played the the husband in this movie, and he was fantastic in his performance. And of so course, um, uh, uh, Michelle Yo- Michelle Wong, yo yo yo, yo Michelle Yo, uh, Michelle Yo was fantastic in this movie as well. And like, I think everybody brought it. Like, I was very impressed by all the performances. And so, yeah, no, I absolutely adored it. On the kind of funny scale, what would you give it? Uh, I'd give it a five out of five. Amazing. Hell, hell yeah, Mr. Matt Batson. Spoiler free thoughts on everything, everywhere, all at once. Totally agree with everything Blessing just said. Like, absolute five out of five. Amazing. Um, like, I had never had this thought run, run through my head while in a movie theater watching a movie for the first time of, is this my favorite movie of all time? Which is crazy. Uh, then, like, before this, I don't know that I had a favorite movie of all time. It's definitely, it's definitely like, a lot, I think, for some people. Like, I, I feel like this movie probably isn't for everybody. But for the people that it's for, it's for them. Like, to the 11th degree. And they just do everything incredibly well with a concept that we're familiar with, again, like the multiverse. But when it comes to like adding the emotional layer to that, adding the technical layer to that, whether it's, you know, the acting, the dialogue, the fight scenes, they just go above and beyond in every single way. I imagine you're also giving it a five out of five. <laughs> yes. 
Five out of five. <laughs> Matt Rohrbeck. Uh, one out of five. What a terrible movie. Um, no, <laughs> um, I, I echo everything these guys just said. I, I saw this movie three weeks ago at a press screening at four in the afternoon. I took my fiance with me. There was like, you know, five to ten people in the theater uh, at the Toronto International Film Festival Theater. And it was I hate falling into like, you know, those hy hyperbolic moments of everyone saying like this is one of the best movies of all time and that kind of stuff. But it's hard not to say that after watching this because like I just I, I have nothing but good things to say. And this is a movie that if you on paper should not work with the amount of kind of tones that they play with the absurdity in this movie um, it with the budget that they're working with and the scale that they try to go to is just like none of this should work and everything absolutely works about it like to what blessing and matt just said the performances are great some of the people we didn't message like the legend james hong uh stephanie shu who's in, i i didn't know from anything and she just absolutely kills it in this movie and just the amount of references and and it's so hard to balance tones like they do in this and especially going from like the zany moments to these really heartfelt like earned moments throughout this movie and then they do all that multiverse stuff so well it's just like one of those special movies and one of those experiences you only get like once in a while and i just felt that after watching this so yeah i just absolutely adore this movie it's all i've been thinking about over the last three weeks that's why when i've been screaming it at the rooftops like on our show um thanks for the plug tim uh we it's just like i i haven't done an interview in probably five years just because i'm like i don't know i just like reviewing movies and talking about them but then when i had the opportunity to talk to the daniels and Eric, my co-host, talked to Ki Hui Kwan, and like I've just been screaming at the rooftops about how much I love this movie, so I can't shut shut up about it. It's fantastic. Like everyone said, do not just go in knowing as little as possible, and you'll have a blast. I think, or you won't. But I don't think, <laughs> like I do think it is out there in times where it's like, okay, maybe I I was gonna say something, but just go watch it. Just go watch it. See for yourself. I I think to like five add to that point, like five out of five. Uh, to your point in my own, like we both threw out like best movie of all time, like personally. And and like, I don't know that you should go in with those expectations. No, I haven't seen it a second all. time. Um, <laughs> you should go in with no movie with those expectations. But like just the fact that I thought that and, and again, like I have a very just bonkers out there kind of sense of humor. So I think if you're into that sort of stuff, mm -hmm. this is the movie for you. That's the thing that caught me too, is that I think this movie's sense of humor is so perfect. And I don't know mm -hmm. if, it's the, if it's the thing of it's that good or if it's just so much my That's specific, humor. yeah. Yeah, like I was, there are a few jokes that I'm going to reference when we talk about spoilers, but there are a few jokes where I legitimately like was, la I was dying laughing in the movie oh more God. so than I ever do uh, in a movie yeah. theater. And then even as I was walking out of the movie theater, I was turning to my friends who also watched the movie and I was like, y'all, when they got to this scene and did this <laughs> thing, I was like, I was crying laughing as I was trying to explain the joke. Yeah. Like that's how funny some of the bits are. And it's so goofy and it's so dumb, but yeah, like it does, it does such a good job of balancing it itself and its tone that really impressed me. And I had the same thought like halfway through the movie about like, damn, is this going to be one of my favorite movies of all time? And I think like, I think for me, it's probably still up there. I think the one thing that held it back for me was the last third of the movie I felt got a bit long in its tooth in the way that it was trying to land the plane. And I felt at some points it kept either repeating itself or like really trying to to nail down um, uh, or not even nail down, like land the plane in a way that felt concise but also over the top at the same time and i don't know if they totally brought it in like as concisely as they could um that said like that far like it didn't that didn't necessarily ruin the movie or anything like uh, like that for me it was more so the thing of man 
I, I this movie maybe maybe could have been twenty minutes shorter, and I would have been fine with it. Tim, I enthusiastically give yeah. this a five out of five, and I, I'm right there with with all of y'all. Where I this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like I already know it. I can't wait to watch it again. I thought that they made such great use of the two hour and twenty minute runtime. Where I can't believe how much they fit into this movie. And you know, we've just spent uh, the last ten minutes talking about how funny it is, and it is that funny. And the amount of jokes that they set up and pay off multiple times in just bigger and better ways that you just don't ex- see coming and you don't expect to get better and funny but they do but then to also have it all come together and be super heartfelt and be this amazing touching story about mm-hmm. this family when we started the movie i thought that there was no way I, I was going in there like i've heard so many good things about this but like ah, i can't they can't all be true and i don't think i'm gonna care about this family ah, blah, blah, blah. and by the end of it i'm like oh my god everything everyone <laughs> said was right like i can't believe it and oh my god it made me feel so many things the best piece of advice i can give to anyone is this is one of those movies that you need to go in just as blind as possible do not watch a trailer i was lucky enough that all i knew going in was that people loved it and specifically really? people like you guys loved it wow. i didn't see the trailer i didn't even know it was about multiverse i didn't know wow. that at all so me I and Gia went in right after i saw it and i'm like tim you need to see this movie but i was almost the, like i want to like i just want people to go see it, to go see oh my god it was it was so so damn perfect and I, i'm upset that cameron kennedy uh hasn't had the chance to see it yet because i wanted <laughs> to have him on this as well because like he he has that creative mind that i feel like is going to really appreciate this uh this movie for for what it is um but yeah i could not recommend it enough like i honestly this is the type of movie that you're going to want to go see to be able to tell other people you need to see this like this is one of those movies that like is going to be such an easy recommendation to so many people that you know and uh, i tweeted this but as i was watching the movie i could not believe how uh much it reminded me of the things i love most about the original star wars trilogy the first matrix movie scott pilgrim versus the world um the mcu as a whole like all of these things that i love more than anything else in the world and it's all somehow in one original ip new movie from some directors i've never heard of like it utterly blew my mind you didn't mind. see so the harry potter farting corpse movie <laughs> No, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. But now, but I'm guess what to. I'm doing this I'm going weekend? To. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but before we move on, real quick, let me tell you about our sponsors. Shout out to Maple Story for sponsoring this episode. After 17 years of rich MMO gameplay wrapped in a unique 2D side scroller, Maple Story is ready to proudly lean into its cute pixelated aesthetic. The aggressively cute campaign aims to showcase the unexpected juxtaposition of cuddly smiley characters with rich multi-layered MMO gameplay. The campaign focuses on telling a story of immense character customization, a vast array of weapons and mounts to choose from, a seemingly endless horizon of lands to explore and battle all while dealing huge amounts of damage to monsters of all shapes and sizes. I know a lot of people out there love Maple Stories. Hey, come check out this armed and adorable campaign. This is your world. With over 40 classes and thousands of cosmetic customization options, you can play how you want. And there's just so much good stuff. 18 years of content, no signs of slowing means you'll never get bored. You can go to maplestory.nexon.net. That's maplestory.nexon.net for more, or you can just click the link in the description. This episode is brought to you by me 
MeUndies. I love MeUndies. You guys have heard me talk about MeUndies for years at this point. I'm always wearing the MeUndies shirt, the MeUndies lounge pants, the MeUndies undies, the MeUndies socks. I can go on and on and on. If MeUndies putting out a product, chances are Tim Gettys is wearing them. The MeUndies membership is literally designed to make your life easier with free shipping and returns on every order, savings on virtually everything they make, exclusive sales and early access to their newest stuff. There's kind of no reason not to join. Get super soft undies, bralettes, or socks shipped directly to your door and live a more comfortable life knowing you always have what you need at your fingertips when you step out of the shower. MeUndies has a great offer for all of you. Any first-time purchasers, you can get 15% off. For a limited time, if you sign up for their free-to-join MeUndies membership, you can get 25% off your first membership item. To get 25% off your first membership item or 15% off your first order and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash kinda funny. That's MeUndies.com slash kinda funny. And now we're about to go full spoilers, okay? Full on spoilers from here on out. I Before do not recommend anyone, yeah. anyone listen would, to this. I would like to say uh, definitely go see it in theaters. Like it's yeah. not because it's like, I, I mean, it is a big spectacle, but it's not like a big blockbuster spectacle. It's because of like the audience experience. Yes. And just yeah. man, like go at a good time where you're going to get a good crowd and like just laugh and enjoy and experience like just the insanity together. Well, jumping off of that, actually, just real quick, I wanted to say, uh, and now let's just say it, full spoilers from here on out, please, if you have not seen this <laughs> movie, do, do not, do not, do not keep watching this. Do not ruin this movie for yourself. Go watch it in theaters. Um, the theater experience was so special, man. Like, everyone was so into it, and, like, uh, I, I was lucky enough to see it in San Francisco, which has such a... Um, a, a large populace of Chinese people, Chinese Americans, oh, yeah, yeah. just like like first generations, uh, all the all of it, and uh, being in this theater with people that were ten years old, all the way up to like eighty years old, seeing that this movie could connect with all of them in different ways was Wild. so special, and like it made so many people laugh, it made so many people uncomfortable, but there's something about it, the the heart of the movie that just nailed the vibe, the culture, like so many elements of this that I feel aren't going to be talked about as much as the insane insanity, the wackiness, the the yeah. creativity of it all. But it's like there is such heart to this thing. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh absolutely nails it. Like, I can't remember the last time I've ever seen a movie like this that is led by uh, a character who is playing an Asian mother, right? And, like, playing that perspective, you know, it being about her connection to her family, specifically, like, her relationship to her daughter, uh, and have it be this big action, big comedy kind of uh, uh, thing, right? Like, that alone, I felt like made, made it fresh, let alone the actual writing, let alone, yeah, like, having that theater experience for this movie was fantastic in the way that like there are certain scenes where i can't imagine not getting like a, an audience laugh at right like the scene again spoilers right the scene where it is uh uh everything goes silent and it is them as rocks and oh they're sitting God. next to each other and you just get the text back and forth exchange like that was such that, that's an experience that like is i'm gonna remember because i had it in a theater because you just had the slow burn of like everybody being like oh wow okay it's quiet Oh, that's hilarious. Like all, all of us just like reading together it's, and laughing at it and having it, that reaction is so special. This movie rocks. <laughs> but that that moment is at the perfect moment too because the movie is such like a, a sledgehammer to the face that that moment is this moment to kind of breathe and just like read and just kind of sit there with those rocks. And it's such like a weirdly beautiful, weird 
moment that it's just it comes at the perfect time in the movie and, it's, it's, and you it, just like, start crying uncontrollably yeah. too yeah. you're like this is just so beautiful it's rocks <laughs> with googly eyes and text yeah. over it it really is structured so like a like a roller coaster in that way right like where it starts off and it's chill and you're like all right cool we're in a laundromat and then you see the on-screen thing right and it's like um um uh what's his name the husband like doing like doing like martial arts and it's like oh what the fuck uh and then like cuts back and it's normal right up until you get to the office building and then doing the doing the thing with jamie lee curtis and then things get off the chain right and then from there on it's a ride but then you have those like small moments of of, like okay cool let's chill down let's chill out all right cool back on again like we're going crazy and that the way the way it's paced i think is incredible like my one thing is in the fake out of the credits I feel like that took a little bit of wind out of my sails because I believed it for a second. I was like, oh, that's a weird way to end the movie. <laughs> Dude, it's that. You got caught, bless. <laughs> I got caught. I was like, I was about to take out my, my cell phone, honestly. I was like, oh, all right, I guess that's is just there a part one. Like, that uh... moment is so good, though. And that has been yeah. done. Like, it's kind of overdone in some, like, movies, but, like, they just kind of, they fucking nail it. And that's just yeah. what they do throughout this movie. And you can just tell that these are two guys who love movies and they grew up in the YouTube generation. And they're mm-hmm. just like, and, and, and talking talking to them they talked about this where it's like this maximalist kind of style of filmmaking that's kind of becoming popular where it's like okay well let's just literally sledgehammer to the face throw everything at you but we can have some kind of uh nuance there and some kind of emotional like core to it and i just feel like the style like seeing these guys who talked about like yeah we learned how to make movies on youtube and we had seven special effects artists on the whole movie uh doing all of the special effects that they worked with on their music videos for the last 10 years and then by the way yeah, it's just in case you guys don't know these are the same people that directed the turn down for what i know video. you're gonna bring that yeah <laughs> that's exactly oh, that's so it that's like it would just cross like a billion views or something or 10 billion even on YouTube. But like, I don't know. I just love the style of the movie. Like I, I like I said at the at the beginning, I just I, I can't believe how they were able to take all these kind of references. Like we can mention some of those like you can go from fucking Ratatouille to 2001 A Space Odyssey to uh, Wong <laughs> they do Kar Wai. High and low to, so well. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like all these references, jackass with the paper cuts. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like all these references to these movies that should not work. And it's just like a blender. And, um, and then on top of that, the filmmaking, like I'm a sucker for things like, um, switching aspect ratios. Like I, I oh, kind of love so that much. when it's used in like a thematic way in a movie and to go from the action sequences down to like two, three, nine, where the more dramatic moments is are in one, eight, five. And then you have like the, the flashbacks home and that video, six, yeah, home video, 16 mm-hmm. millimeter, like four by three kind of things like that stuff. I'm a sucker for how they use the chapter based storytelling and the fake out credits. Like it's just, it's oozing with style, but it doesn't, it, it's trying really, really hard, but it almost then feels effortless of this. These are, this is who we are. This is what we love and we hope you guys love it. And we don't really care. We'll put hot dog fingers in here. We'll put oh the hot dog fingers <laughs> is a joke I was talking about that. Like, yeah, had me laughing hysterically. Like when yeah. they do the, when they, when they ask question of like, what the fuck happened in this universe? Right. Where like people have the longer fingers and they show the, the, uh, like the, the prehistoric. Or, yeah. yeah. The musical. Oh, yeah. Oh, the prehistoric. Oh, where it's like the, the gorilla last... frog. For all intents, yeah, like thumbs or with, with the thumbs, like with the hot dog finger, fingers beating up on the regular, <laughs> yeah. regular fingered gorillas, that had me in stitches. I was dying laughing, yeah, and yeah. then like trying to describe it afterwards. Again, I started dying laughing. Like that got me. Jamie Lee like Curtis, when we see her playing piano with her feet, and she know. now has the <laughs> like the carpal brace. tunnel wrist yeah. brace on her ankle. Like I was dying man and like yeah. i will say like i i'm happy blessed that that was the thing that like made you fucking die and mm-hmm. like kept thinking about it 
Raquette Cooney oh, might be oh the funniest God. thing I have ever seen. And the fact that the joke just kept delivering and kept getting more and more ridiculous till when we get her on the shoulders of this man, con- like controlling him to go save the raccoon, I was like, how could anybody not think this is the best movie ever yeah. made? Yeah. Like, I, like it's a five out of five just when she says Rekakuni the first time. Yeah. And you're like, that's mm-hmm. hilarious. And then it's a six out of five when she some you know, she switches to the, the hibachi chef and she pulls the hat on. And you don't even think it's coming. Like it's already no. a great joke. Yeah. You didn't think it was a setup. But this joke was a setup, and then she pulls the hat off, and there's a raccoon, and then you're going crazy. And then when he's chasing after the animal control truck with Rakakuni in the back of it, I was in tears. And then they come back to it again at the end. Like it, uh, it's it's like the it's the opposite of beating a dead horse. You're like feeding a living, healthy horse. Yeah, <laughs> and I love it. Um, yeah, the, and the then the I'm oh, sorry, go for it. Go for it. I'm just like, and then having Randy Newman actually do the voice in the music is fucking insane and incredible. Like, I'm I'm watching the movie and I'm like, man, that's a really good Randy Newman impersonator. I'm like, that's a, like, I didn't know that that person existed. Yeah, and then afterwards, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then um, going after and finding out that it actually was Randy Newman, who never did the music to Ratatouille. He just like it was Michael yeah. Giacchino. And yeah. then like, so to get him to do a song called Now We're Cooking and like have him be the voice of Rakakuni is such a weird thing that like a lot of people will get that reference but there's so many people who will have no idea but it's just it's so fucking funny which did y'all hear about like how that happened how that came to be they so basically they in their script like years and years ago they would write Rakakuni in there almost as an inside joke they didn't think like they would share the scripts with anybody and then eventually uh Randy Newman's son was like on their on their staff yeah pa or something so then when they have a rough cut of it uh he sits down with his dad and his whole family <laughs> and the newmans just all watch this and then they <laughs> they they described it as like they bullied randy newman into doing this because everybody loved the so movie funny. so much yeah that is so amazing funny. bless uh whenever you hear a flute in this movie the flute is being played <laughs> by andre 3000 no way yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's incredible. that's incredible. It's getting better yeah. the more you you hear about it. I swear. It's this movie is so good at payoff, right? Like based on all, all the all the jokes we're talking about right now, right? Like the the, the fingers, the racket all this stuff. But then there's also like the trophy butt plug thing that oh shows God. up, and like you see it on the desk oh earlier. <laughs> like that. Like looks... look, looking back at the first what thirty minutes of this movie, there's mm-hmm. so much good setup for things that you have no idea is going to pay off later, and the way they pay these things off the. The, the the fight between uh, uh, Mich- Michelle Yeoh right versus like the two dudes who keep trying to like play <laughs> shove the shit up yeah, up their butts yeah. so that they can like connect and like do some random shit so they can become powerful versions of themselves. Funniest shit. Like I can't believe how well they are pulling off these dumbass jokes. That for me, like in the end result, remind me of shit that usually I cringe at. Shit usually that I, usually I'm I'm like. You know the scary movies. I know scary people love scary movie, but like I tend to not fall into that as much in terms of like my sense of humor. Like when it's ridiculous shit for the sake of ridiculous shit, that shit doesn't mm-hmm. hit as well for me. But there's so much build up by the time we get to that ridiculous shit that like seeing these two dudes square up and then having these big ass trophies sticking out their asses ended up being the funniest shit of all time to me. And I was like that usually wouldn't hit, but they do such a good job of building that up. Dude, I, I think that that, at the end of the day, is the core of what makes this movie work so well and, and makes it so special, is that it 
it treats us like we're not idiots and it treats us as if we all have experienced pop culture in the last 30 years because we have and it does such a good job of coming out at the perfect time where the multiverse is this thing people can wrap their heads around and you might not fully understand all the things because like Bless was saying it gets messy really quick this movie does such a good job of like cutting out all the mess and it's like no here's how this works and here are the rules i love the idea of going to the different universes to steal steal different skills that it, that you have somewhere else to use in different scenarios and to wait to activate that by doing something random contextualizes the doing something random mm -hmm. so well that it like it just adds to the stakes of every scene where you're like not only are you interested in what they're going to do to overcome the challenge but how are they going to trigger it <laughs> you know and it's like mm -hmm. i just feel like that they kept ratcheting that up so well but i i, I was bringing up the original star wars trilogy and, and things like that like the rule set that they just did reminds me of the matrix one like mm -hmm. the the when they're in the uh the tax office for the first time and like she's like getting the the messages in her uh earphones Bluetooth. and stuff like that was straight up like the scene in the matrix when like he's first getting contacted by morpheus right like they're having so much fun with that but then for it to just the movie to go so quickly from okay we're setting up this villain oh shit the villain's your daughter to then having them square off her being this omnipotent being that like has control of the multiverse like that is some fucking phase four like mcu shit but they handle it effortlessly because they mm -hmm. they handle it directly and for the movie to continue on like i just can't believe how much narrative content they got in this two hours and 20 minutes like it really felt like what other movies would take like three to six movies to accomplish mm -hmm. this one was able to do i think better because it just I ironically kept it simple while throwing everything in the kitchen sink at you at once yeah, you put it super, super well. Like, I was really impressed with how simple their multiverse rules were of being like, well, it's every decision you've ever made created a branch. And then there's an infinite amount of branches and you can jump around. So there's the worst version of you. There's the best version of you. And then depending on everything that you did. And then the Matrix stuff, Tim, like, it was so funny. Like, the alpha versions that they show mm -hmm. that are basically in that van with the crappy, like, Windows 95 computers and the dumb Bluetooth headsets and stuff being, like, the Nebuchadnezzar and just, like... Like completely being the matrix is just such a perfect way of doing that and having those alpha versions come through and then yeah going to ki hui kwan too of like him being like for a guy who hasn't really been in a movie in 20 plus years for him to come out and give the performance he does as well as on top of michelle yo but like mm -hmm. um i just think yeah it, it it he crushes it but yeah going to that multiverse stuff is just like i can't believe how simplified it was like yeah. i would suggest anyone to see this and you don't really need to know about the multiverse because they set up their rules so well and i, I can't believe it's it, it has a rule set to where when i try to think hard about it it still works like there, yeah. there's so many instances where i'm thinking about marvel and i'm thinking about like all right how did captain america deliver back all the infinity stones like how like there's so many things we think about when it comes to endgame where we just have to tell ourselves don't think too much about it it is what it is it's fun it's goofy mm -hmm. it's marvel let's just roll with it and here i did have the question immediately when they uh showed that it was her daughter who was this evil being right i was like really isn't that too easy and then they explain it and i was like no it makes perfect sense like you know there's a an alt version of you that did like that that did figure out time travel or not time travel but like multiverse travel or whatever right and when like she experimented on her daughter that's why she's after you like the more and more i thought about it, the more and more i'm like no this makes sense like there are only a few things here and there that are like the tiniest things that like i throw away is like oh it's a movie who cares like when when uh she brings in the version of herself that like 
has really good like is it like pinky kung fu i forget if it's the pink or the sure. fun yeah but like yeah, i think it was the pinky right like she has pinky kung fu and she can like knock people out with pinkies i was like all right but like isn't this version of her like still her own body like her pinky shouldn't be that strong but then i was like what the fuck am i talking about like this we're this far gone it doesn't matter anymore like let's just go with the ride uh matt, that's matt the- batson when yeah, the pinky yeah, so- flexed yeah how did that make you feel <laughs> uh strong it made me feel really strong <laughs> I, I was hyped like i was i was ready it was like she just powered up to a whole new level but no again i think like speaking up to or speaking again to the style of the movie i feel like it plays in so well to describing the rules like they're so smart about how they use style and flash and all that stuff it's not like jingling you know some shiny keys in front of a baby no it's like they're describing to you how it all works with like in very interesting ways like with going back to like the the gorilla with the hot dog fingers taking out the last like they didn't need to do that like they were they were but they they just felt like doing that along with the line of like oh she's outside of a reality of the human anatomy (laughs) and and it's just the little stuff like that or even just the the interface that they all use in their fake nebuchadnezzar where they're showing she branched from here to here she branched from there to there it's just all so smart or even when she's essentially like downloading her abilities of like the singer and then it shows up on their computer like oh enhanced breathing all this and it just happens in just like these quick like rat-a-tat-tat ways just throughout the whole movie that you never feel left behind and I, I think that's part of what makes the humor so good is that i think they're hitting humor on multiple levels for each joke where if they just did the, the fingers thing I and like they didn't need to explain it right if they just lean into like no they're just this is just a multiverse that has weird ass fingers I don't think I would have found that funny really I think the thing that made that funny each time to me was them showing the gorillas killing each other because I was like oh that's hilarious and then every single time I'll see the long fingers I'll think about the gorillas and that's for me what made it hilarious it was the explanation of how we got here and I feel like so many of the jokes just did a good job of hitting like different types of humor to where now it works right for anybody and everybody because like they're finding things that work for each each different type of sense of humor and again it's not just like with the layers it's not just that they have hot dogs or fingers it's that she's also in a relationship with jamie lee curtis that isn't going yeah. well <laughs> they're yeah. having problems i know <laughs> that's what's wild like for them the payoff of that of the like the emotional tender moment they share mm. where she's stroking her face with her foot and stuff like that where i'm just like how how am i feeling anything here how is this working at all but it absolutely does and it's wild you know, we, we keep talking about how like this movie is just such a celebration of movies and mm-hmm. you bring it up the whole like these are clearly people that grew up with YouTube and the Internet. Yeah. Like it does feel that way where I feel like the entire thing is is shot almost like a bunch of three minute YouTube shorts yeah. made by the best to ever do it that are just backed up next to each other that are telling a story. And it really works because it kind of makes every single moment feel like it is the most important moment of the movie. Like most people are like, oh, long movies. Like when's the best time to go to the bathroom? There is no good time to go to the bathroom in this. Like literally no matter when you skip a scene for this movie, you're missing something that is worth seeing. And I think that that is a testament to the quality throughout the entire thing that like there, there, everything builds on itself. Everything is trying to make you laugh and trying to make you feel. And in the spirit of the celebration of movies thing, I love when you look at the core cast, like just the, the even just the main family. First off, add Jamie Lee Curtis to it, and you got sure, yeah. No matter what, that's going to be fire. But you look at this, and it's so many generations of mm-hmm. iconic 
actors, right? Like mm-hmm. having um like short round in this, the yeah. dude from the Goonies in this, making his return and absolutely kicking mm-hmm. ass. But then Michelle Yeoh, the references to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon are amazing. Yeah. Having Stephanie essentially having her like debut here. Yeah. Um, it's just so cool that there's like, and then of course, uh the grandpa, which is James just Hong. like yeah. the James Hong, one of the most iconic uh actors ever, I would say. <laughs> Shout out to Balls of Fury. But um <laughs> I, I just yeah. can't believe how many generations they have of uh, these iconic actors and are able to kind of celebrate that via this movie, via the use of multiverse stuff, but also just kind of like having them as a family, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't believe absolutely. that uh, when I looked up Stephanie, who played Joy in this movie afterwards, I was surprised to see that, like, I hadn't seen her before in anything because she was fantastic in this movie in a movie that demands people be be able to play a diverse set of of roles. Right. Like you have her playing the daughter, you have her playing the evil being, you have her like going back and forth and doing all these different things and owning every scene she's in. I thought she did a phenomenal job. And then, yeah, again, like Michelle Yeoh going back and forth between all these different versions of herself was incredible. And also, I want I want to shout out to like this game or this, this game. This movie is visually stunning. <laughs> Like the the amount of different styles they go through from yeah. scene to scene in the way that they are jumping between the multiverse, I thought pretty much all of them nailed it in terms of them uh, lending like different types of like d- different types of visuals scene to scene. Uh, and like things like the everything bagel for me just looked oh visually crazy. Like every time every scene we saw that thing, I was like, God damn! Like they're really they're really going for it and how they're presenting everything in this movie, and I absolutely love it. I mean, the it costume really... design itself was incredible, and yeah. like the, especially for for yeah. um, the, the 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 daughter's character for the amount mm-hmm. of ridiculous outfits that she goes through in the movie. And when we get the kind of like final fight or whatever with them all on the stairs, she falls down the stairs at one point, and every time she hits a different stair, her outfit changes, and it's like. Yeah. That's the type of shit where it's like it didn't need to happen. But for this movie, it absolutely did. Like every <laughs> single thing had to be perfect. And like the wep- the things that they use as weapons in this movie, <laughs> like they set such a great standard in the beginning with them just like, fuck it, we're fighting with giant dildos. Like yeah. and that shouldn't be funny because we've seen it before. I-, I think it was Matt saying this earlier about a, a different scene. Matt, <laughs> you know, one of the Matt's uh, <laughs> saying about one? a different scene. <laughs> but it's just like, uh, we've seen this. It shouldn't be that funny, but just yeah. the way that it all comes together is so hilarious. It's like when you have the concept of everything, like that, that just yeah. opens up so many possibilities and they represent that so well, like visually, where you're you're never like this movie doesn't lack any imagination whatsoever when you see a scene you're like yeah i I couldn't think of literally anything better than what you just did the the sign flipping translating to her flipping around the shield so good (laughs) oh Oh, the editing in this movie is incredible like the match cutting which blessing just brought up where they're cutting between these two universes and the thought process that would have need to be put in place for that of designing it from i don't even know how you write that in a script but like to jump and design that where your one action sequence is jumping into another one and then another one and another one is just absolutely insane. And and the editor on this, I mean, got to give that guy a shout out. Like, I feel like it's one of the best edited movies I've seen in a really long time. The, the scene, the scene toward the end where it is, um, uh, again, uh, Michelle Yeoh, like you see like the zoom in on her face and it's her. And I forget, I forget if it's, if her clothes changes or anything, but for sure the backgrounds change. The yeah. oh, her clothes is changing. Her oh, it's like, a whole, it's like a yeah. hundred different universes. Yeah, like they show all that in a smash cut in like a second, yeah. and it's fucking 
gorgeous. It is insane. There's like that blew animated my mind. ones and like yeah, the aspect ratio it, keeps changing. Yeah. Like oh my god, it just like oozes with the style that and and this was before I even knew who the Daniels were. Where I was like, these guys definitely did do music videos. They definitely do YouTube vid and like it's just the the maximum level of all of that kind of creativity. Yeah. No, also, shout out to Harry Shum Jr. Oh, dude. Oh, when they had him, I was just like, these motherfuckers. Like, they just, they got everybody. And the fact that he was part of the Rakakuni joke, God bless you, Daniel. So God bless you. Well, that has been this episode of the Kind of Funny Screencast. Again, if somehow you haven't seen this movie and you've made it this far, I don't know if anything we said would make you want to watch it more. You should still go see it. If that made any sense, but it didn't make any sense. Yeah. (laughs) You should go watch it, find out about these hot dog fingers. Uh, But until then, Matt Rohrbeck, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me on all those social medias at Matt Rohrbeck, and you can uh, go listen or watch the Untitled Movie Podcast and Untitled Movie Reviews on YouTube and podcast services everywhere. We ha- also have a review of Everything Everywhere All at Once. Like I mentioned, we have interviews uh, with the Daniels and Ki Hui Kwan over on uh, the Untitled Movie Podcast feed. Uh, the best place, just one-stop shop over on Letterboxd, Untitled underscore Movies. All of our crap is over there. So if you like movies, be on Letterboxd and go follow us there. And Matt Batson, first off, thank you so much for coming last minute. Of Second course. off, congrats on your first ever kind of funny podcast of any Hell shape yeah. or sort. Thanks and so where much can for people having me. find you, man? We'll definitely go to tiktok.com slash kind of funny. See all the great stuff we're cooking up over there. Yeah. Kind of funny uh, games. Find me. Kind of funny games. My bad. Uh, <laughs> Roger handles that side of it. Um, and then you can find me on social media at Matt S. Batson. And of course, go to twitch.tv slash G-O-V-I-I. That's definitely me. And you should go there. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Shout out the boy. All right, everyone. Till next time. I love you all. Goodbye.